1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. In a relationship, never underestimate the power of date night, especially when it means sharing a movie at Marcus Theaters. Get tickets now at MarcusTheaters.com. What do you say we talk a little football with our football friend and expert, Santana Dodson. Good morning, Santana. Good morning, fellas. So I woke up today and had my vanilla latte. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we after this bear victory, I realized that the bears still suck. <laughs> and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. How y'all doing? I'm a little disturbed, I'll be honest. I'm a little disturbed. Why not by are anything, you disturbed? Not by what anything. Not disturbed by, and perturbed? Not, no, I said disturbed. I said disturbed. Now, I know you're a bad mofo, but I will take you on, my friend. <laughs> You've attained the rank of bad mofo. Uh, not by anything I saw during the game last night. I'm disturbed mm. by this vanilla latte that you're drinking. Why don't you just get up and have yourself a big black cup of coffee? Gulp. No, 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 no. You got a vanilla latte, that thing. You know, my, my kids have changed my mind. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm wait a, a minute. Fan of wait the... a minute. These are the same kids that order the $30 cheeseburger on... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, Grubhub. yeah, those, those kids, right? Those kids. <laughs> okay, they're showing me some things. They're like, Dad, you know, you got to stop with this IHOP coffee mm. stuff. You got to. Mm. <laughs> so do you, you got to ride the trend? Do you uh, <laughs> do you have the Keurig where you have the special uh, like uh, cups, all that stuff, and you put it in? Yeah, and... I got the Keurig, the little K cup. And then you splash and... a little more vanilla latte in it, so you start out with the vanilla latte? Yeah, and then you hit it with a dash or two of cinnamon. Oh, oh. come on, guys. Oh. <laughs> you are getting booted oh. out of bad MRFer club, my friend. I'm telling you. <laughs> you are not going to last You're not gonna last long like that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> y'all going to kick me out. Y'all going to kick me out. The, my own club. <laughs> right. I am El Presidente, like, El Jefe like, of the Bad Mofo Club, and Steve, y'all kicking me out. Yeah, it's like Steve Jobs being fired from Apple. Apple. It was his company, and he got fired. Yeah. yeah. How'd that happen? Seems impossible. Well, let's talk about last night's game. Um, I'm trying not to get to it. I mean, it's always fun to beat the Bears, right? It just is, whether they're good or bad. Yes, it is. Yes. But I, I think when we watch it, that's why we were, or I was so disturbed after Minnesota. When you watch it, honestly, our formula on offense has got to be, especially through the month of November, um, it's got to be Aaron Jones and Corey Dillon. And what I mean by that is those guys, starting with Aaron Jones, need at least 40 touches offensively for us to be competitive and in the game. And that's either the running game or the short passing game. Aaron Jones was phenomenal last night. And I don't understand how or why you go into the game in Minnesota thinking any differently instead of the game plan we had last night. Yeah, he only had like eight. It has to be that way. He only got eight touches in Minnesota, right? Is that was the number eight? I yeah. think it was. Yeah, and, you know, and you have the conversation, and I was up there with you know scholars. I think football scholars <laughs> last night, and I'm talking to Amon Green, and he's like, "Well, yeah, but we got down in Minnesota. We weren't really that far down, guys, for us just to go away from Aaron Jones and Corey and uh, Dylan. Because I mean, 
those guys, a couple of plays, a couple of missed tackles, and we're back into the game. Well, the Bears scored the first touchdown, but the Packers didn't panic and start yeah, doing you know, nothing start but pitching the, pitching the ball all over the right. yard. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, and, and just kind of let's, let's gauge it, especially through the month of November. If we can get those guys 35, 40 touches each game, I will live with the result of those games. Well, Brian had a good point, too. If they told you going into the season, your defense will give up 10 points a game. You take that every time, right? Every time. every time. Yeah. I mean, you would you would never lose, and if you did, it's your own fault. But who wouldn't yeah. take that? They they give up ten points last night. Now again, and I'm not saying this to be critical of the Bears. The Bears have their own problems, but it was the Bears, right? Yeah. They're not ever. The they're they're not that good yet. I mean, we were here from they, Collins. They were with, coming off of a high, and they're right. a young team. But you still got to beat who you got to beat, and. You know, I mean, it's a game of inches. So, you know, if the Bears score that touchdown, I think Justin Fields, I actually feel like he got in. But when they reviewed it, they they said he didn't. They called, The call on the field was that he didn't get in. When they reviewed it, you really couldn't see the ball during the scrum. But I feel like it crossed the end zone. So even if they got within a touchdown, I still feel good the way we were running the ball and doing the things we needed to do offensively. Like we still win that game. I feel great about the three and outs. The Packers. What do you, what do you commit a three and out or you perform? You perform a three and, three and out. out? Yeah, anyway, I, I was I was happy to see the defense hold the uh, Bears to three and out a number of times. Yes, exactly, exactly. So I mean, they did well as as we expect them do to do, and that should be the expectation. Um, you know, so, I mean, it was, it was a good game on a Sunday night against an arch rival, and hopefully we'll upward trend, you know? And there were no insults uh, from our from our quarterback last night. You know, there's no need for them. Now, he may need to defend himself in Chicago later this year, but there's nothing about owning the Bears or... From him, there I, are plenty of signs and T-shirts <laughs> and posters and... Everything right, else. right. There was no sound bites, right? I think he <laughs> mumbled the word last night. Oh, they ran him during the game. They they ran that clip of him yelling, "I still own you" to the Chicago crowd from last year. That was they I'm ran sure that a couple did, of times. Right? Yeah, I'm sure they did. <laughs> but like you said, why didn't they do this against Minnesota? But Minnesota is a much better team than the Bears. I uh, but I agree they should have gotten the ball to those two guys. I thought that was the plan going into this year. Because we have such a young receiving bunch now. It has got to be the plan, especially, you know, early in the season till we really get those guys vetted and on the same page with Aaron. That's got to be our plan going through November. And they, they've got to know that, the, the coaching staff and everything else. And I'm, I'm always heavy on the coaches. I'll say this also. I mean, not only did they get them the ball yesterday, but the, the running game and the plays that they were calling – was phenomenal. Now, like you said, it was against Chicago, but yet and still, you got to call the plays. And, um, you know, they just had a lot. Everything seemed to work um, in the the right the way it was supposed to work yesterday. And who was he throwing to last night? Veterans, Watkins, Cobb, and Lazard. Those there you were, go. Those were his targets last go. night. Not that he threw that a ton, but, he, you know, those when he was throwing, that's who it was too. So. Exactly. You got heavy run, short passing game. 
then in the, the running game is working, you've got play action. And play action, you're targeting those veteran receivers because typically they're going to find a way to make the catch, and they're going to be where they're supposed to be on the right page. Well, I don't know if you heard the broadcast last night because you were up at the game, but uh, they, uh, Tarico and uh, Collinsworth said that they had talked with Randall Cobb, and he has told Rodgers, well, just come to me, you know. I'll just you know, if you're if you're in trouble, come to me. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing yeah, this for a while together. On the same page, understanding exactly, understanding what's going on in in your teammates' mind, and that that just takes some. It's some on the field. You know, you got to go through that those things on the field, those checks and those in the instance. You know, the the common belief I know about where the guy's going to be, and you know, Aaron will. He's notorious for holding the ball, and you know, but he wants that big play and make sure everything's just right. And you know, you take the good with the bad. He's going to hold the ball, but he's not going to turn it over. He'd rather take the sack. And you know, a lot of a lot of quarterbacks just end up chunk chunking the ball up, and you, you, they lead the league in turnovers. So he finds a way to to make those big plays down the field. Turned on the TV yesterday. First thing I saw. This is all day, early early day. Mitch Trubisky throwing <laughs> uh, down and out for a completion. Oh, I watched yeah. him throw a couple interceptions right, yesterday. Right, but then he had a terrible day, I think. Yeah. But Pittsburgh still won, right? Pittsburgh beat no, New England. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Did they beat New England? Yeah, Pittsburgh beat New England Oh, they found a way. Yeah, yeah. they found a way. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be an remember. interesting matchup because I, I, you know, I mean, I hope the best for Trubisky, but we've known him in the division for so long. I just don't know if he's going to be enough for Pittsburgh this year. Yeah, uh, I hope he loses every really game. They've invested a lot into him. They've invested like he is the guy. Right, right. <laughs> that's going to be interesting. That's that. You know, what was interesting is that Brian said he hopes he loses every game, and you said you wished him the best. But no, uh, I don't so. wish him the best. I best of wish losing every game because the Packers will play you sooner or later. It's one thing to beat Chicago in Green Bay. In Chicago, we'll use this in a rebuilding year. You know, young quarterback, blah blah blah, whatever. And it's another thing to go to Tampa and play Tom Brady on Sunday afternoon, and that's what it comes up next week. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to be a steady diet because I've watched um, Tampa Bay versus New Orleans yesterday, and it ended up being a final score of twenty to ten. But that game was zero to three through the fourth quarter, right. and then yeah, it was zero to three, and it was the Saints were winning. Wait, this and, just in? Uh, we're just getting word. Uh, the Patriots beat the Steelers yesterday, seventeen fourteen. Okay, okay. So you did have that. Right. There you go. Come yeah. on, guys. Come okay. on. What were y'all watching? Now back to our regularly scheduled. Well, everybody program. had a running back named Harris, and then <laughs> they were talking about Franco Harris. It got very confusing. Got right. confusing. <laughs> you had flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, going back to Tampa and Tom Brady. So, yeah, so it was a, a one-score, a, a one-field-goal game, and then Jameis Winston throws three interceptions. It was a fumble. It was four turnovers in a row. It was a fumble and three interceptions, and they ended up losing the game 20-10. to 10. And I say that to say Tampa, you know, they were in the Super Bowl, what, two years ago, and they are trying to get back there. So they play very well defensively. They're used to hard-hitting, hard-fought games going down to the last possession or so. And they blitz well. So that being said, um, I think it's going to be a big opportunity for our defense to really step up and show and prove uh, because Tampa Bay has great defense. And, you know, we'll talk about the quarterbacks, but – 
at the end of the day, Tampa Bay has outstanding defense. I so think our uh, defense is really going to have an opportunity to step up and show what they show and prove what they can do. I think everybody on the Green Bay Packers should send Giselle Bunjden flowers, chocolates, and love notes all week. <laughs> <laughs> just to uh, exacerbate the problems that they're having. The, su- the supermodel? Yeah. Yeah, that's Brady's wife. Because Brady and Giselle are, are arguing. I'm hearing that, but I didn't know if that was real or that's not. That's real. She real? she took off to Costa Rica for like a week just to get out of the house because she was mad at him. Well, she's back in Tampa, but word is she's not in the same house as Tom. Yeah. yeah. So, so I hope it really affects his game, Santana. I hope his life is really oh, upside down. Hey, you get on the wrong side of one of those supermodels, you know what can happen. Oh, yeah. And then Tom was, like, what, yelling at everybody on the sideline and having Eric that, said. That's what, that's what can happen. Eric said earlier he was taking it out on his teammates, you know, the trouble he's having at home with, with Giselle. Oh, right, yeah. so. Oh, yeah. Dear Giselle. Let's hope, let's, hope, let's hope that stays nice and spicy. Yeah, and we have, we should do everything we can to make that, you know, happen. All right, jump back to when yeah. you were on. Jump back to when you were playing when 71 was suiting up and running out the tunnel and he was ready to raise hell. A bad mofo. Ready <laughs> to wreck mofo. someone's dreams. Is it beneath an NFL player to say to Tom Brady as you're all getting off the pile, how's the wife, Tom? As you're getting up, you put your hand on his chest and you're standing up. How's the wife, Tom? Is that is oh, that without a doubt? Oh yeah, that's not out of bounds. <laughs> When's the last time you saw her naked? She looks great. <laughs> Something like that. Oh yeah, they're, they're definitely they would definitely be that innuendo. But like, hey, tell Giselle, I call her Giselle, Tom. What do you call her? <laughs> well, <laughs> tell Giselle, I said, hey, you, right. you saw the scrum in that game yesterday between uh, New Orleans and Tampa. So, what do you think yeah. Lattimore said to Brady to set him off when Evans came in and leveled him? Oh, oh yeah, wow, man. yeah. I mean, maybe that yeah. was a Giselle line. That might have been the line. I'm just You're mo- exactly right. I'm I'm wondering because, but these teams have gone at it. You know, they've had plenty of these these dust ups before. They had the whole highlight package ready to go as soon as it happened. Yeah, the two teams don't like each other. Yeah, so it'd be interesting. You like we like we know there are mics all over the field, so we might hear exactly what that camera's conversation was like pretty <laughs> yeah. soon. The same way we heard Aaron say, "I own you." <laughs> Everyone forgets the still. I still own you. I still. I still own you. And he did last night, so it was fun. It was fun to watch Aaron and his two top-notch running backs go to work. All right. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. Did you make any friends last night at the game? Yeah, yeah. I saw. You know, it was a long week. I might have to tell. I hear my theme music, so I may have to tell y'all that story next week. Remind me. Okay, I'll oh, okay. All right, we'll talk about it a lot below. It was with... awesome. Unless you got like twenty-seven more minutes, I'll tell you. <laughs> otherwise, bring it up next week. <laughs> we have an opening All on right. Thursday. Wonderful. All right, Santana. <laughs> All right, fellas, y'all have a great week. You too, right. Santana yeah. Dotson.